In this episode, our heroes find out that books can be more dangerous than a dragon wielding a plasma cannon, that shadows lurk in the shadows, and that they might not care if their library card expires. And I've been slacking on this part. This is The Zero Plane. Blood continues to splatter to the floor as you watch it pooling around all three of you. As soon as you look up from the pool and into the library-esque book tamer society, each of you find yourself completely alone. The brightly lit shelves and infinitely rotating books have turned into a library filled with an invasive shrouding shadow that threatens to snuff out even the brightest light. You can see a few dim shimmers near you, possibly a few more lights, in this menacing void. As your senses sharpen, you can hear whisper in every direction. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We're starting with Ghoul. This is this is okay. This is fine. I'm getting heart palpitations. <laughs> Ghoul. Um. You can see, oddly enough, in black and white, it seems as though your dark vision has returned to you in this place. Oh my gosh. Now, you can tell me how far you wish to move, and then you have to move that amount of distance no matter what happens. And to start you off, make a will save. I just now realized that those are techno noises, not Jumanji drums. <laughs> oh. Techno Jumanji. All right, nothing happens Sorry. for you. Now you're talking. How far do you wish to move? Can I use any of my abilities right now? Yes. I use my uh, psychic message, telepathic message. Is there, is there any way I can tell if my friends are in this eldritch nightmare with me right now? All you know is that there's blood flowing towards you. Uh, your comms are not working, and no one is within range of your telepathy. I still shout through it anyway, just in case, since Ghoul is not the least bit surprised weird shit is happening. So, uh, just in case anything makes it through the void to clear your mind, stay true, and believe in your gods. And so, uh, I am going to proceed southeast, we'll say, like, how many squares? Yeah, you've got lights to the south, lights to the southeast, and a flood of blood flowing to you from the north Every north direction. Well, I will use my instincts and go away from the flood of blood. How far do you move? You can move 50 feet, or yeah. you can, like, rush it and run easily in here 100 feet. But you'll have to make a few saves. I want to move, steadily move, like, at a good pace, but, like, not so much that I'm clumsy running over traps. So I guess I'll go with the 50 feet option. 50 feet ahead, you can move yourself through an aisle. Like, right what? Of books. Oh my god. Of course they're books. Gusty, you're next. You're in the same place you were a moment ago, but the light around you has completely almost disappeared. You can see just hardly five feet in front of your face. You do, however, see light sources to the east and to the south. I would like to go toward the light source to the south. And as I'm going, I'm going to take out my fire extinguisher. Ah, the hell did you just move across my screen, you son of a bitch? Oh, Jesus. As you get to the bookshelves to the south, a shape darts across your vision and make a will save. I hate everything about this, Bowen. This is fantastic, but you can go to hell. <laughs> I second that. Uh, nine on my will save. You did succeed. Nothing happens this round. Cool. You end your... Um, oh. oh, it should repeat. 
I worked hard on this one. I'm really proud of the music. Just yeah, I'm, for I'm me. digging it. Thank you for <laughs> it's setting the vibe for sure. I feel honored. I'm digging it. So Gusty Adams ends next to a short bookshelf, and he can see there's more lights to the south. Now, Elgar, you're next. Oh, hey guys, can you hear me? You there? No one responds. You are alone. Elgar summons his um, Solarian armor, and he draws his janitorial defender. <laughs> now, can you explain the janitorial defender? The janitorial defender is kick-ass. It was what I got from Smudge, the, the god of janitorial services. What was his name, Bowen? It was just janitor Smudge. Janitor Smudge. Who may or may not have been a god, right? Right. But this thing is pretty legit if I want to use it as a weapon. And it has an inscription on it. Pretty sick inscription. Let me see it. Let me read it out loud. It says, I wield thee for cleanliness, wield for safety, thwart those that litter, and vanquish those that spitter. Glory to Smudge. Oh my god, you have like the perfect like... It's got a 10 foot attack <laughs> range, but it's 3d6 plus 10. Cleansing mop. Elgar sensing that there's a mess at afoot. <laughs> Remembering all the blood spilling out, he's like, ah, seems like as good a time to use this as any. Um, and what mode do you have still the move? Defender in? Oh, there's modes to it? Yes. It can switch oh. to different janitorial oh. things. But oh, while man. you're figuring that out, Elgar, you are also where you once were. However, there are lights to the southeast for you and tons of blood flooding towards you to the north. Even though you can see in some of this dim light, as soon as you pop your Solarian armor on, you hear another whisper. However, this one is warm, like that of sunshine. And it simply says, in times of darkness, meditate on how the wonder of little stars twinkle in the sky above. I'm going to meditate. And that's all you get. Okay. So you gotta do that ahead of time, yeah. I'm looking at something, hold on. Meditating right now would be a big power move, though. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I am serene. It's <laughs> the fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I can overcome this. Uh, and Elgar, as you're waiting, the blood oozes towards you. Roll a will save. Oh, oh God. 14. You succeed. So, you turn on your Solarian armor. Now, what is your standard and or move action? Okay, I would like to move to the southeast away from the blood that just advanced on me. I wield my janitorial defender in shop broom mode, like one of those like intense like outdoor brooms that you can like brush away liquid with. So what mode does shop broom fall under? I, I like your ends determines the means approach here, Austin. Broom, plus four to combat maneuver of trip and has bludgeoning damage. Okay, so I just gave you a really detailed description of the broom. Yes. Head. I'm so sorry for wasting our time on that. Our listeners are leaving by the dozens because of you. <laughs> the dozens? <laughs> they would have left by now if they weren't ready for broom talk. They're on to the 13th best cod. <laughs> I would like to move down here. To the southeast, you move 30 feet. Defensive broom mode engaged. All right, that was Elgar's turn. Now we're back to Ghoul. Alright, um, what can I see of those stairs I see to the southwest? Like You there. see that there's light to those stairs, and you can't see anything else. They're going up? Like, how far going up? It's just normal library stairs, so it's, pro it's just about four feet. I'll look around for any, um... In particular, here, I'll also roll. You notice with your perception check of a 26, all the lights are going in one direction. Like, they are lit specifically in one direction. And every time you go to the light, not only does the shadow disappear, you feel less dread. Fair. Okay. So I guess I'm going to play ping pong along the lights then move myself up to the top of the stairs, looks like. Yeah. As soon as you get to the bridge... Something darts behind you. Son of a bitch, that was spooky. <laughs> Make a will save. <laughs> you succeed. Nothing happens this round. 
out of character. I've never been more terrified of clip art. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so happy. Amazing. To the south, you do see more lights, but you see them heading south and east. However, directly in front of you is another pool of flooding blood. And that is Ghoul's turn. Cool. Gusty, it's you. I'm by a bookshelf. Is that what you said last time? Yes, you're in a library and you're currently next to a bookshelf. You see lights directly in front of you and further south. Are these lights, uh, is it candlelight or electric or is there anything funny about them that I notice? They are candles and they seem to be holding back the intimidating shroud of darkness. However, you also smell blood to the east. Does the darkness seem magical in nature to me? Make a mysticism check. 17. You're pretty sure that this, whatever it is, belongs in this dimension of consciousness. You're not sure if it's alive. You're not sure if it's just a really thick fog of shadow. Oh, that was the worst possible answer I could have received. Cool. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and I, I know I saw a shadow, like, drift by me before. I don't hear any, like, footsteps coming up on me right now. It's obvious enough there is utter silence behind you and in front of you and to the left of you and to the right of you. All you hear are the whispers of the poem from the child's book. Utter silence, you say? One might say it's unnatural silence. Yeah, so I don't like that at all. I'm going to put away the fire extinguisher, take out my guitar, switch it to electric, and start hammering away on it. Uh, all right. Are you staying where you are? No, I'm going to head in the direction of this south light here, if I can. Yes, the light to the south is on another bridge connecting to another section of the library. Oh, okay. What what other light can I see then? That's the only light you can see. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm going to stay here a minute and just play a very loud Zeppelin-style blues riff to see uh see what that rustles up. <clears throat> but I'm going to stay put for now. As you stay put, a flood of blood rushes to you, washes over your feet, take 10 damage, and make a will save. Neat. Uh, 16 will. You succeed this round. Nothing happens. Neat again. And the blood is starting to wrap around your feet, though it is not holding you. It's just surrounding you. All right, that was Gusty's turn. Elgar, your Solarian armor keeps twinkling. Elgar takes a moment to gather his thoughts, and he'd like to say a little little meditation prayer that does not take a minute, that takes a very brief moment. <laughs> and he says, Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Day man, janitor smudge, if you're there... I just want to say, can you help me out in getting out of this nightmare? Because I don't know how I got here. And I could use a little guidance. Your solar armor flickers again and then shuts off. You are in pitch blackness. No! And then instantly. Oh, God. Your body shines a bright blue, just like your solar moat. And you can see well into all the crevices. The shadow is stricken away. With your blue light. And now you can see. However, it does Um. reveal something horrible that runs past you and into the shadows. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah, that was scary, guys. Make a will save. (laughs) The clip art. Ah. Ah. He's he's on it with this. This is a Demogorgon. This live action movement. I got a seven. You do not succeed. You have now gained one insanity point. Oh, fuck. And I'm not telling you any other information. Do I have to check anything on buffs or conditions? Nope. This is a special thing that I keep tally of. Okay. And that's as much information as any of you are allowed to know. Um. So now you can see much farther. Where do you move? You have... A bridge to the south and a bridge to the east. And to the west, another opening into a library room. I am curious about this library room. 
What's going on in there? With a perception check of 17, it's just a library room shrouded in a very dense shadow. All the books are still infinitely rotating, for they are in the fourth dimensional bookshelves. They don't make much noise, though. All that fills your ears are the whispers of the child's book. And I think that's your turn. Yeah. All right, <sighs> then we're moving on. Ghoul. All right. Um, so uh, before Ghoul to the south there is the blood. Yeah, you've got a blood pool to the south. The blood uh, tsunami. Um, is it moving towards me or is it going in a direction? All blood seems to be growing slowly. Like growing outward? In all directions. Almost as if each room uh, is filling up with blood. I can still make it past it though, it looks like there. Oh yeah. I guess I will do like a full on sprint dash. My ultimate destination. It's like, you know, I guess if I can move a hundred. Yeah. How many do you wish to do? But I'm going to be bold and just I go to, go the way. I'll, I'll take the, uh, the the checks as I go. All right. So uh, maximum distance. Maximum Away effort. from the pool. Yeah. Assuming like I don't run like face first into a blood pool ahead of me. You've got enough on this one. So you can easily Mark. avoid it. It's just down some stairs and filling up the, the room. But there's a, okay. a decent space between the blood and the stairs. You can just run past it. And a figure runs, and, and before it tackles you, it disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Make a will save. Ghoul's hard as fuck, 26. <laughs> you succeed your will save. All right, that is Ghoul's turn. Uh, he is ended, and yet another entrance of another library within this library. God damn it. This library's all the way down. Gusty, you're surrounded by a pool of blood, and it is still touching you. Make a will save. So 15. You do meet it. Okay. So the, this blood is moving like it's at least partially sentient, I'm it's guessing. just flooding and growing and growing. Ah, all right. You don't need to rush me pushing it on me like that. I'm just giving you a visual. Okay. I'm going to... Step uh, ten feet to uh, eastward, map-wise. I'm gonna take out my latte cup and dump it, or just like drop it onto the blood and watch it for a second to see if anything happens. All right, you drop the latte cup, and the latte cup slowly sinks into the blood. Yep. Okay, that's what I was afraid of. As the blood is on a flat surface, the cup is now gone. Yep, I'm just gonna keep going at a casual stroll, uh, playing my guitar. Yeah, there are lights to the south. The rest of my movement eastward, I believe. Are you going away from the lights? It looks to me, since the blood is coming kind of from the west, we need to sort of step away from it this direction a bit to get some clearance. So I guess like 10 feet east and then... 10 feet south. I understand. You can barely see, so I understand you being cautious. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. So Gusty slowly walks away from the blood as it's pooling up more and more. All right, uh, is that your turn? You just want to move that little bit? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if the uh, dropping the cup counted as an action. I didn't want to overstep. But yeah, if, if I have more movement, I'm going as far south as I can. The cup didn't take away from your move action, which you can move a total of 60 feet, because here you have double land speed. That's right. Yeah, you did say that before. You end... But yeah, about by that one. Uh, you end right next to the bookshelves as they are spinning and spinning and spinning infinitely. And that is your turn. Neat. Elgar, you next. Okay. Elgar takes a deep breath. Oh, okay. Um... And he starts humming Twinkle Twinkle Little Star to kind of break the silence because he finds it really eerie. I would like to move down the hallway and ready Tentacles that. whip around you on a bridge as you walk through it. Oh. Make a will save. Um, 23. You succeed. Yes. The tentacles move past you and they were blood red. Ooh. All right, so you are now... That was all the movement you can do. Yes. All right, that was Elgar's turn. Ghoul, further up ahead, you see a lantern sitting on a, uh, a bookshelf. Further along east, you see a bridge. 
within this room that you're in. To the south, you see another bridge, though it's unlit, but you can see it with your dark vision. I will head towards the lantern and go pick it up, I guess. All right. Is that your movement? I, I go retrieve the lantern and spend any more points. Can I just run and grab the lantern and keep running east? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. but you have to tell me how far you want to move. Uh, uh, I guess move the maximum amount east and grab the lantern as I move that way. I go directly down All right. from where I am. So that would bring you beyond the lantern, over bridge, and into another library. I'll, I'll do it. Sure. All right. So you run, you grab the lantern... To the north, you see a bridge, and you see Elgar. Oh, thank goodness. I use my froggy legs to propel myself up in there and wave towards Do I not see him? You both see each other, and Ghoul, you see tentacles writhing further along and to the northeast. Make a will save. Son of a bitch, it's always tentacles. 23. Oh, nice. You do not succeed. Oh, Ouch. Oh, what? Uh, that was a check. <laughs> oh, I spoke too soon. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, I was like feeling good about it too. It's okay. <laughs> Ghoul and Elgar have found each other. Gusty, it's your turn. Cool. This is this is all right. Uh, so nothing else is visible from where I am now. Nothing else is visible right now. Can I ask a quick question, Bowen? Sure. Did I see anything happen to Ghoul? You didn't see anything happen to Ghoul. You just saw Ghoul run up and freeze. And now we're going back to Gusty. Okay. Gusty, you have a light to the south of you, blood pooling and getting bigger to the north of you, and a bridge right next to you. I have a light. I have a light to the south? You're real close to it, so it's a little confusing, but there is a light on a bridge right next to you. Oh, okay. This was roughly the direction I was headed toward anyway. Yeah, just continuing my leisurely stroll. Hang on, how far do you want to move? I'm just going to move my full uh, full thing down these steps. Full 60? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. This has opened up some things. So I'm on another floor, it looks like, and there's like a chandelier thing that yes, way. Yes, you have entered another library. Lights to the south, lights to the east as well as an entrance. Okay. This looks like a big-ass window over here. That is here. an entrance into another section, but it's well lit. Okay. Well, I'm going to go stand under this light here and just keep playing some rendition of When the Levy Breaks. As you get close to the bookshelf, hands grab at you and then retreat. Make a will save. Cool. Cool, cool. Grab at me and and retreat like yes do they attack me or are they just poking my ass they didn't actually make contact but they almost did it's like one of those haunted houses i'm just gonna call out to the darkness so you could shake a man's hand at least and that'll be my turn uh make a will save you do not succeed neat you have received another insanity point all right elgar it's all right i was basically already insane (laughs) So, I realized I didn't quite grasp what ready action meant. So, do I have to also set, like, a trigger for that action? Nope. Like, something that will trigger in the future? Uh, Yes. But this isn't really the place because I'm forcing you to move the amount of of movement. Yeah, it's modified kind of rules right now. Okay. Uh, our movement, we kind of have to move. It's like we're on like kind of like a chessboard. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if I was supposed to say like. Basically, I was readying an action in case that thing jumped out at me again, and I wanted to like knock it down. Gotcha. So I I'd like to do a perception check. Or where is Ghoul? I don't see Ghoul. You don't. He's no. Yeah. Oh, he's right he's there. On he a, blended so in he's, on my screen. Ghoul is on a table. Okay. Oh, cool. I would like to run over to Ghoul and give him a big old hug. Aw, buddy. <laughs> I would honestly just like to get, like, huddle up with Ghoul and, like, do a big old survey of what the heck all these different corridors hold in them. It looks like it's similar rooms to above, but I guess do I? I'd like to use my magic monocle just to scan for any, like, signatures or readings. Of magic. You use your monocle 
and it's blinding. You can't... It's nothing but a bright screen. The whole fucking world is magic right now. <laughs> okay, ow, that hurt. Ow. As you focus back on your eyes, oh. you see a horrendous monster standing behind both of you, and then it disappears. Roll a will save. Oh. Uh, do I roll too? Or? No, you didn't see a thing. Oh, okay. I rolled a 10. You do not succeed. You gain a point. Oh. I go, ah! Cool. What the hell is going on here? I, I, I'm not frozen in time. I hear him and stuff, right? Yes, you can both interact with one another. You both see each other. Okay, great. Like, cool, uh, is that you? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, man. Just, just settle down. He's oh. to him. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank uh, God you're real. Oh. Yes, we're in kind of... A, it, it's hard to explain. Basically... People believe I'm, like, the chosen one, like a messiah and stuff. And it has this, a bunch of to do with some cosmic horror bullshit. And uh, sorry to drag you into it. I kind of had a feeling that this book might have something to do with it. And here we are. Uh, we should really find our little android friend. And yeah. get the fuck what? out of here. And I, like, I have this lantern. Hopefully it will help. Um, Whoa. I've been wondering what the heck you're all about, Ghoul, and this is quite the introduction. Wow. So as both of you talk, you can hear a faint sound that is different than every other sound you've heard. It is a piano to the far east. And to the far east, you see something that's also puzzling. A golden light. Ooh. Ghoul looks at it. Like, the rhyme's a little different than what I remember, but that that might be great, it might be bad, I don't know, I'd say it's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> but the, the golden light in the story isn't, isn't great. We, we're living the, the children's tale right now, so it's a manifestation of hmm. my own bullshit. Can you, like, unmanifest it? That was such a casual explanation of this whole <laughs> I love it. It's <laughs> explaining it. I love it. Well, thank you for breaking it down. I feel much calmer now. I'm just trying to keep it keep it real here. Um, yeah. Because, you know, we, we can really dig into it and stuff. Um, Does that music symbolize something? Is that a metaphor? There's a lot of songs. Does that mean something? There's, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of lakes and shadows and stuff and books. It's... It's it sucks. This is why I wanted to just go be a bounty hunter and get away from all this mystical bullshit. But apparently, my whole goddamn life is in, involved with it. No matter what I want, he throws up his hands. So, um, uh, Ghoul, my vision's going real, real crazy right now. So the shroud continues to rush in, snuffing out all light, and then rushing out, almost as if it's trying to snuff out your physical person. Yeah, yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. No, I see it too. I... Stay chill. (laughs) Ghoul emphasizes to his friend Elgar, keep up the light and stuff. Let's move. We gotta move. So let's, like, move as a unit now to speed things up. Elgar says, yeah. Ghoul, it is your turn. All right, Elgar's going to move with me. You would have to hold your turn because you were top of the order and wait for him. You could hop up onto my shoulders. I'll hop up on his shoulders. I assume I don't even need to do that athletics. That's like Ripley or insane. (laughs) As soon as you hop up on his shoulders, a fountain of blood erupts and the entire room is filled with caustic blood. Both of you take 10 damage, and both of you make a will save. My will save. Keep coming through. 22. 12. Both of you take another point. God. 21 damage? 10 damage, but one more insanity yep. point. Okay. We interrupt this episode to bring you fun facts about Panquake. Quake. 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 Now the hell is that? They, they opened it. Opened it. I'm not entirely I'm not sure. Entirely sure. This, this interference, interference is 
troubling to, troubling say, the to say the least. I'll try to, I'll clean, this try to clean this up. Here we go. There. Much better. Sorry about that. There seems to be some reception of... Uh, something. You know, where I am, it's really only safe if I don't catch the attention of uh, the big fish, so to say. Sorry to cut down our fun facts, but I'd like to keep the life I currently have. Anyway, now, uh, back to the show. Alright, that's our turn, so now Gusty, you're next. You did not hear any of that dialogue. That's fine. Um, so hey, what's the, the story with these candles? Do they look detachable? Absolutely. Can I just detach one then and like walk around with it? Yeah. Okay. What, what's the situation? Do they like come up with a big pop, like copper piece? Or am I just holding a big thing of wax? It just comes right off. Like just the, the wax candle. Yep. And one weird thing, there's no running wax. Hmm. Is it hard? It is a legit candle. It is burning, but there's no melted wax. Is there heat coming off the flame? Yes. Mm. It is a very real flame. Okay, just checking. Uh, so I'm going to use the the candle as like a, a fucked up slide bar as I continue to walk around. All right. So now you are emanating yourself and your friends could see you from a distance. Now that you have this candle. Man, I should have started out with this. Uh, so anyway, I'm just going to make a beeline for uh, this big light. Yeah, to the southeast, to that weird entrance thing, which is a library, into another library. All right, so you move your full distance, and up ahead, you see another lantern sitting on a desk. And behind you, you hear a torrent of blood as where you once were is now flooded. Make a will save. Oh, this has not been going well up to now. Uh, 20. Not natural. You do not get it. You take another point. Am, am I feeling like my brain fraying yet? Like, is this manifesting in any way? You do not know. That I notice yet? Okay. Okay, just checking. Well, that's me. Now we're at Elgar. With a ghoul oh, riding atop okay. his shoulders. So, ghoul, which way I think we should go? We gotta look for some kind of altar or way out, something that does isn't all the same. Um, while we look for our good android friend, um, I I think we can honestly maybe east and, and into another library. Elgar motions to head this way, but I would like to put my broom down on the ground and like sweep a pathway through the blood as I walk. Your broom clears away the blood with no issue as you move east to where that golden light is. Although you notice something strange. The library with the golden light is half the size of the library you are currently in. And oh you hear <laughs> a very faint piano, and then you lose track of it. Are you hearing piano too? However, you are ending your movement in the blood. And as Ghoul is on your shoulders, only Elgar take ten more damage and make a will save. <laughs> you do not get it with a twelve. Oh shit. Ghoul, it's your turn. I'm gonna go real crazy real fast sometime soon here. Piano's in your ears ever so faintly, and then it disappears. There's golden light directly to the east as you're in a sm um, as you are in the library on top of Elgar's shoulders. Alright, I'm going to, in the interest of getting us all hopefully out the, the fuck out of here, spring off of Elgar's shoulders and go all the way towards the golden light. Uh, would you like to use double your movement? Fuck it. Go hard here. <laughs> you end your turn where the golden light is even brighter and there's no blood and there's no shadows. 
The piano playing is quite loud, however. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> ah, spooky. Gusty, it's your turn. There's a lantern directly in front of you, leading into yet another library. Yep, I guess I'll just keep moseying along. Uh, so just full 60. Yeah, you can go straight to the la- the lantern. That is at the end of your movement. As you move, blood erupts from the walls and oh covers you. Take 10 damage and make a will save. As now you have a lantern in your hands and you can see. Okay, 17. That does not make it. Oh my. On the upside, isn't it nice to see? Well, I'm not so sure yet. And that was Gusty's turn. Is, is this going to be end, end up like the game Don't Starve or the more insane you get, the more like weird shadow creatures you see at the edges? Maybe. I hope so. I love that game. <laughs> I'd be down. We're getting into some Lovecraft shit here, fellas. So. <laughs> Beware. Um, okay, Elgar. Ghoul ran ahead of you into where the golden light is, and the blood has squeegeed around where you were mopping it. Your mop is totally fine, but if you don't move, it's not going to be nice. The golden light is directly in front of you, about 60 feet. Okay. Um, do I notice anything in particular about these like side hallways that are in my vision? Uh, nothing in particular. It's just more rotating books and candles to the left and right. They're almost identical. But what catches your eye is the golden light pouring through further up ahead. Oh, I feel pretty compelled towards that golden light. I just want to jet It's down. a golden light and pleasant piano music playing. Yeah, I'd like to... to just move double my speed down to that golden light. Also trying to catch up to Ghoul because I'm a little bit uneasy by myself. Tentacles drop and from the ceiling, a creature ah. tries to pick you up. Make a reflex save. Do, 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 reflex. Take that, monster. 21. You succeed. It flies by you into the bookshelves. Make a will save. 24. You do not get it. What the... <laughs> Yeah, we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Seems Man. like it's getting harder and harder checks as the longer we stay. Yeah. All right, that was Elgar's turn. Do, you, do I see him? Sorry, I don't see uh, him. He might be obstructed. Yeah, he's just out of your line of sight. He didn't move. He's almost to the golden light. Remember, you are more than allowed to move double your movement or run. Your maximum distance. Running is times four. Jet dash is times six. With acrobat saves. My turn's over, yeah? Correct. Gusty, your turn. Sure. So, blood coming from... Pouring from just behind you. All right. And the only other lights I see ahead are over here, like ways to the east. Yeah, directly in front of you to the east are more lights. You can also see blood glistening next to the lights further ahead. However, the lights do not have the blood near them. It's almost as if blood is covering some lights beyond that. Well, I mean, I guess I'll just go the full thing. That light's the only thing I can see. So, full 60. Gusty, you make it all the way to the room with the blood. Nothing else of interest (laughs) other than... All the rooms have blood. What are you talking about? (laughs) You notice there's a light to the northeast now, and to the east and south is nothing but blood, and it seems to be filling and rising. This blood is behaving in the same way as the blood I've seen so far? Correct. Okay. Can I delay my turn until Elgar catches up? Of course. Ghoul is delaying his turn. Elgar, it's actually your turn. I'd like to follow Ghoul and run my max of four times my oh. speed. Uh, so you want to run 120? I have a feeling you're not that far from me. Uh, I, I like So like if he runs past me, can I try to like a reflex save onto him? And, and gain... <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I six times my speed sounds scary, so I just want to run. Dude, fucking go flash mode. Maybe we'll go back into the past <laughs> or something. 
I don't know if you can see it, but it'll get you way over. I mean, you'll find out when you get there, but that's 180 feet. You know what? And that would take Ghoul, I like, mean, 80 feet closer. I just sort of, like, football pick up <laughs> Ghoul. <laughs> do you do this? Because I will describe it. I would it. like to do that. I would like to run my max... I would like to run my max speed, and if I see Ghoul, fingers crossed I do, I like to pick him up like a football and just keep running. Okay. Ghoul, preemptively, is there anything you would want to do while I'm describing it? Because the whatever's creating this golden light is very close, as you're being picked up like a football. <laughs> um... I just, just, I assume we're gonna just keep going towards the light. Oh, I'd like to just add that while I'm running, I am like under my breath chanting Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and I have like runner's <laughs> mode on, like So I'm sure it's a fire is playing and stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, so dun, dun, Elgar dun. runs toward the golden light runs past Ghoul, picking him up like a football, and ends in the archway where he can clearly see an entity in the top corner of the library room. Both of you make a will save. 23. 18. Both of you fail. Rapidly declining. (laughs) You can see there is a portal of pure golden light straight ahead. Ghoul, your turn. I spring out of Elgar's hands again, like kind of. We're gonna just keep leapfrogging, pun, pun intended. So, do you want to move all the way to the portal and go through it? Yes, I do. You run over a table, away from the creature, and as you get closer to the portal, you find yourself in a room full of monstrous hands and teeth as you dive into the portal of golden light and you disappear. Elgar, the light around you envelops you, chaining from ghoul, and you disappear. (gasps) Gusty, further ahead, you see a golden something emanating from the chaos of this maze ahead of you. But before you are struck with golden light, you hear a voice that reminds you of the feeling one gets when one sneezes as one is flayed alive. And the voice says, Oh, I sense you, my prize. You are close, much closer. I can almost touch you. And as the light hits you, you can almost feel a shadow brushing by of a massive webbed clawed hand. All three of you wake up as if nothing happened. You are in the Book Tamer Society. Bartend is reading his life science section. There's no blood. And everything seems normal. So hey there, ghoul, am I reading that story again? I think I fell asleep. <sighs> the likelihood it's going to just put us back into that last episode, I hope, is low. Gusty takes up the specter in the city. Oh, okay, I kind of meant that as a sort of joke, but uh, is it closed when he hands it to me? So it's in ghoul's hands, open, when you come to back in reality. I keep it open. Like, I assume if we, like, redeploy it, it's, like, bad. So what do so you do with the book? We're keep, keeping, keeping it open. All right. Is it on the last page? I, I just mean, has it shifted at all, like, changed since we came, like, from when we were ported and then came back? The only change is you noticed there's no blood anywhere. There's only a little bit of confetti drifting to the ground as if... It had just sparked from the back of the book. Not a drop of blood is seen. And we remember what just happened? Or are we like in a daze? You remember everything that happened. Every detail. Hmm. Okay. Does this book seem... uh, How do I put this? Is it 
evil. <laughs> well, I mean, is it evil in the sense that the book is enchanted or is it itself an entity? Like, can I work out if it's or like what type of magic it might be? To you, it seems like a normal book until you roll a mysticism check. I thought as much, 24. Oh, to your surprise, this is a very normal book. Hmm. But one thing strikes you. It appears to have, for lack of a better term, a conduit sort of nature. Almost like a uh, catalyst. Yeah, so so, so it, it's like the, the spark that like ignites the c4 basically is what you're saying pretty much is what you gather with your knowledge of mysticism sorry i keep getting distracted looking for for clues inside the poem um also with the mysticism of 24 there's not much correlation between the words and what you just experienced if any <clears throat> yeah that's that's what i was sort of working out uh so that was unsettling i guess this is technically yours i'm gonna hand it back to ghoul oh can i close it does it let itself get closed you can do whatever you want with this book it's a book all right just making sure yeah i close it and hand it back to ghoul as you close it and it locks again nothing happens right about to set this thing on fire <laughs> <laughs> At the risk of getting distracted from whatever it is we came here to do, and I'm just now realizing I don't remember what we came here to do, uh, I'm sort of curious who the hell the yellow one is. You're in a library. You can try and find a section and see if you can pull a book with the exact information you're looking for. Oh, I know how to go about this. I find the librarian. There are, <laughs> currently, there is a book tamer level of teapot within the same part of the library you are here uh, in. What the hell was that sentence you just said to me? <laughs> As you are, say, librarian, a book tamer runs up and says, Hi, you called? Oh. You need a librarian? I am a book tamer. And this is the Book Tamer Society. How may I help you? And your name is Teapot. I'm oh, no, sorry. that's just I... my classification. We don't use names here. I am a Book Tamer level Teapot. How may I help you? I think I'm about to have an aneurysm, which is not <laughs> great for an android. Hey, <laughs> uh, well, hold on real quick. Why did we come to this library? But... What the hell? I'm very busy. Uh, when you need me, just holler. Yeah, right. Sorry. We have a few topics we wanted to... Oh, you're just going to walk away. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just be on my way then. She walks back and does her thing. Oh, can I still see her? Yeah. She's oh, okay. I right, just follow her then and just continue talking as I go. So anyway... And when she goes up to the shelves, she has a very small poking stick and she starts poking different books and that's what she's doing as the books rotate through existence and out hmm. i'll assume this is a normal thing around here uh, so do you do you need help with the library or finding a book this is the yeah. extra planar section uh do you need any knowledge of this particular i could fish you out a book well yeah that actually might be specifically what we need i, I actually was hoping to get a collection of things on a couple different topics uh if that were possible well, I uh, can really only spare myself a little bit. Uh, you're free to reach in at your own risk. You know, the books are a little bit um, violent sometimes. Uh -huh. I'm just going to have to reach my hand in there, aren't I? I mean, I can help you, uh, but I am very busy. I can help you only just the once. Well, may maybe you'll know this offhand. Um, a couple of things I'm looking for. Something about... Uh... Well, God, I... I don't remember all the key words here, but I think something about Eddie Izzard, the god of bad joy or something like that. But in terms of extra planar things, uh, you wouldn't happen to know some figure referenced as the golden one, would you? Well, that would not be in this section, I, I don't think. 
Hang on. Where's the creepiest section you have in this building? I have a feeling it'll be in there. Oh my, that'd be the occult section. Uh, it's not oh, very yeah. popular because some people tend to disappear uh, looking at books. Yeah, you know, I really should have started there. You have an occult librarian, uh, sort of like archivist in that regard. No, it's just me. Uh, well... I'm the lowest level, but the others are quite busy. I can help you. Right. Where, where, where? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, going to the occult section. I'm hearing myself say that now, and I have many <laughs> problems with this activity. Yeah, and anything you could do to help me over there would, would be much appreciated. Me and my friends kind of had a... Of course, uh, but didn't you say Jeff Izzard or something... Yeah, he's he's got like a culty thing about him, doesn't he? Maybe I just know he's a god. That's about it. Hmm. What? I, I'm sorry, not to be rude. What is your specialization here exactly? Oh, I keep people from being eaten alive by books. I'm a book tamer, and these books are very, very, well, dangerous. So you need a book tamer to, well, tame the books. And that's why I have this. And she has that little poker. It just looks like a normal poker, but at the very tip of it has some kind of blue light. I think I understand. We may be seeing each other again soon. And I'm going to turn around and run, run on back. All right, I'll be here. I learned basically nothing, but they do have an occult section might be worth checking out, or possibly lethal. Hmm. So. <laughs> so which direction we want to go here? Elgar kind of um, slowly wipes the fake blood from his face that the book sprayed on them. No blood is anywhere. Gusty, you still have but your your cup? Elgar, there's no blood on your mop. But the book spritzed us with fake blood when we read the final words, right? There was no fake blood upon your re-arrival into consciousness. There is no blood anywhere. What the? So, I, I don't remove. See, this is why I wanted to be a bounty hunter, says Ghoul. Ghoul, all I gotta say is you got some splaining to do, homeboy. Uh... You may have picked the wrong planet to get away from all this. What the hell just happened to us? The yellow one's throne? That portal? What happened in there, man? I can't explain it all. Um, long story short, as I told you, I kind of ran away from my people. My people are very much mystical and stuff. And a thing in Gripley society is about what color your skin is. And me being yellow or golden, thus my name, is uh, a big deal. And uh, I think it might have fed into some other cosmic stuff, like the yellow one and stuff. Uh, kind of scratches his, his froggy neck. I... Uh, like, if that was the, the catalyst, like Gusty said, what the heck is the C4? What's this cosmic shit gonna do? Conservatively Judgment Day. Huh. You don't say, huh. Um. But, you know, honestly, we have so much other shit going on, like, there's a whole bunch of chain reaction that has to go on from there. Like, I feel, unless we're gonna get hammered in real life right now, there's so many other things, like, uh, um, right now, Ghoul instructs them, if you start seeing any weird things or hear voices or anything after that experience, we really got to like pay attention to that because uh, that was definitely one of the forms of a forbidden book. Even though it doesn't seem to have anything magical about it, I'm going to just like vote to like keep it locked and tied up. Yeah, I'm in favor of that. That thing... I don't want to do that again. All right, but I feel like it's worth keeping in mind that term, the yellow one, that just kind of stuck in my head. Well, there's we've I've heard of this yellow gang uh, offers ghoul. I don't know if they believe because of the color of my froggy complexion that like I'm their chosen one as well. But like I've, if we bump into them, I assume that they're connected to the same concepts cult possibly 
Well, that sounds like a bridge we can burn when we cross it. Well, I feel like just ultimately, like I, I like, and this is going to be self-deprecated. We should be very like cautious about the color yellow going forward. And I recognize my name is in fact Golden One, and I'm a yellow guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was more or less the point I was I was trying to make. Yeah, Elgar takes a small step backwards. I'm not going to take it personally. So, <laughs> well. All right, so I am pretty sure we came here to look into Izzard. Jeff yeah. Izzard, the god of biscuits. It feels like it's been about a month. My memory doesn't serve me the way it used to. Yeah, where would that... What section would Jeff Izzard be found in? Well, uh, I do have him on the bounty hunter call thing. Oh, that's true. Well, we yeah, we had somebody tracked down to a planet somewhere, didn't we? It was uh, what was the name of that? Fall, fall off. Uh, you did find out from Janitor Smudge that the his favorite place to hang out was the planet Falon. So should we get our ass to Falon, Arnold? Style? Yeah, I'd like. I just want to maybe like check out a book, maybe that we could read on the way there. There is a rule in place where there is no book allowed to leave the premises of the Book Tamer Society due to the infinite options of what happens of what you can pull, and that makes them exceedingly dangerous. Well, the, we might be able to work some out here. I'm going to try and find something on the Cult of Diffa specifically in the occult section. Okay, so that's what Gusty is doing. Now, to help you guys out, there is a true present section and knowledge of the future section. So if you were to go to the true present section and try to find a book on exactly where someone is existing, you could find a book there. It is an infinite option. I guess Ghoul go check out and see if he's really there for confirmation on Thalon. Elgar, are you doing anything? Yeah, I'd kind of like to do some research in the starship and vehicles section. All right, so each of you get to your sections. There is only one book tamer available. Oh. And what book tamers do is you will roll 1d100 twice and choose the best option. Oh, the, the book tamer lets us roll twice. Correct. But otherwise we're rolling... Once. Once. And you have to take it. Okay. Uh, each of you get to your section. So we have Elgar in the starship and eh, vehicle section. Gusty's in the occult section, right? And Ghoul, where were you? I think it was like the, the future or present. Like, like where? Oh, yeah. The true present. I think Ghoul is looking for the most relevant knowledge. So Seems like it makes sense if he uh, he took the book tamer. So you hail the book tamer, and now ghoul, when you go, uh, you can roll twice and take the best result. Let's go ahead and start with you. Roll a 1d100. I got a 10. And roll again. 41. Whew. You know what? I'll read them both, starting at 10, and you can choose the result you want. The ink pours from the tome you have selected. The entire text is now on every inch of your skin and in an ancient language you can't seem to comprehend. So you may have found it if you choose that one. And 41, you have found the lost text from the fabled Flabucus, Flabubicus, the god of <laughs> ingesting too much jam through gastrointestinal tube whilst balancing on a basketball. This volume depicts all of Flabiculus's miracles is 6,000 pages long and weighs three bulk. So I choose one or the other? Yes. That seems useful for a very different situation. I guess I'll take the first one. It's compelling. <laughs> that sounds like a different life path. <laughs> so that means that the book you desired is now oh tattooed all over your body. The entire text. And okay. you will need someone to translate it now by reading your body. I appreciate that the person who has to narrate his life now has a book tattooed on his Yeah, skin. that's pretty cool. This is my hell. <laughs> <laughs> this has gotten Jesus. allegorical as hell. Well, 
Very Jeez. fitting. <laughs> that was a one out of 100 chance to roll that. All right. So now there's an, another thing on the to-do list. Uh, let's keep the order. Gusty. Trying to find information on Diffa in the occult section. Oh, you rolled an eight. The book has nothing written on any of its pages. However, you feel as though you're being watched. Then you realize your skin is dehydrating, your joints hurt, and you feel an odd sensation that you need your grandchildren. As the book crumbles into dust, you have just had 1d8 years of your life taken. Ah, my grandkids. Which, honestly, for an android, you have had four years of your life taken. Which I think I'm... I don't think that really affects you that much, honestly. I don't think it's going to affect me more than aging already has. Yes. So that was good for you. It would have been bad for the others. But I I do feel a sudden urge to go smoke a pipe. I think I'm going to go start wearing suspenders. And now for Elgar, who has rolled. So I rolled once. Do I roll a second one? Nope. You, you, what you rolled is what you roll, so I'm going to read it. A small snail falls out of the book you grabbed. The book soon dissolves into the air. You notice the snail is rocketing directly toward you as fast as a snail can. Do not let it touch you. It is five feet from you. All right. I would like to swat at it with my broom for like non-lethal damage. But you do not touch it. Okay. You're going to try to knock out a snail? It's my gut reflex to swat it out of the air. To be fair, I was just reading a Reddit thread where there's like knights are regularly depicted fighting snails. <laughs> like, and, huh? Yeah, that's true. Really? <laughs> they had a weird thing about snails in medieval times. Sorry, I was looking for it. The snail's getting closer. You better make your attack. Is it a full attack? Uh, it's a surprise round, so I think you can just make one. You miss. Oh, wait, that's plus four. Okay, you do hit it. You hit the snail with your mop. Now there's a snail in your mop. I said, take that, rocket snail. Can you teach me something? Do you talk? Or are you just a snail? There's no answer. Do you inspect (laughs) your mop? (laughs) Elgar's just over there in the corner yelling at a snail. Do you inspect your mop? I do, but I don't put my (laughs) face in the mop. Like, I... Keep it at a distance and inspect it safely. The snail appears to be gone. I shift my eyes all around the room like like when you're trying to find that fly you just can't swat out of the air. Uh if you you can roll a perception check if you really want to. Yeah, I'm I'm suspicious. I think there's still a snail. For twenty one, there are no snails near you. You don't even hear a sticky slithering in any direction. Nor a sticky rocketing. Nor a sticky rocketing. But what you do hear... Oh! I'm kidding. Oh. (laughs) My heart palpitations are back. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Elgar is shell-shocked right now, and Elgar just looks sad (laughs) and dejected. All right, so to recap... So, uh, Ghoul actually managed to find the information, but it must be translated. Gusty happens to have some of his life removed, and Elgar fought a snail that disappeared. That's about as productive as I expected it to be, I think. Yep, guys, let's get on that ship and, and go to Go ahead Fulan. to planet falling down. Yeah, I think that's the alternate pronunciation. Yeah. Hey, Ghoul, what's on your body? Did you get some tattoos? Oh, don't want to talk about it take that as a his his eyes might have fallen out it's okay buddy well, maybe maybe we just get on the ship and get the heck out of here yeah it's been right, a long day enough. let's go take a nap <laughs> all right you get in your <laughs> ship and it's peaceful and serene you're still in the docks it's been a rough day is there a beanbag chair in our ship if there's not i'm making one no, I'm making one. This is definitely the... Beanbag chair competition. <laughs> Excellent. That's what I'm going to craft on this you trip. You guys go up to your chair. beds. Elgar's plant and tons of toys are on a bed. There's a small bed for Ghoul. Maybe Gusty Adams just sits in a chair to detox. And Gusty, you notice that the frozen blood wolf is still in the uh, sealed environment chamber and that's where you guys are at um 
Do you want to rest in your ship? I believe we already told you how we're about to spend our free time. We're about to absolutely flip this place with beanbag chairs. All right. <laughs> um, wait, hold on, Gusty. I'm kind of torn. I, I also want to make some armor for myself. Oh, okay. How long is this flight to Falun, anyway? Well, you guys are still in the hangar. All right, well, we'll get, we'll get in the, the our wonderful ship and get going. Ah. Right, yeah, I guess. Well, should we make beanbag chairs and then I, start I guess, their trip? Yeah, I guess we could make way. I'll just, uh, and I just sort of, like, dump the bucket full of sand I had picked up onto the floor and go sit in the <laughs> pilot chair. But we got our, we got our craft supplies ready. Yeah, let's hit the old... Dusty space road. All right, so you you hit the accelerator, and you fly out of Panquake. You fly around the Panquake Holiday Fire, and then as soon as you break atmosphere, there's some something strange. In front of you, you see a ship on fire, falling down, down, down into the atmosphere of Panquake. And as you fly forward and more, you realize that there is an entire space battle going on just above Panquake between two (laughs) unknown factions. And that is where we will end the session. Well, Bowen, I love this session. I laughed. I cried. I definitely cried. Oh my god, I cried. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making you blind. Me. It wasn't me rubbing my eyes like an idiot after I had just scooped like jalapeno <laughs> seeds out of a jalapeno with my fingers. Like, oh my god. Like, oh, yes, that was great. What a trip. Thoroughly off put. Oh my god, I got sorry. Could we pause a second? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I I wasn't trying to to take uh take over. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Like I I I, I just like paused like the whole thing like pause. So while we've been when we, yeah, when we've been re- recording this, like I was making pizza and I put jalapenos on it, and like while we were playing this, I started rubbing my eyes. Oh no! <laughs> oh, and no. like and like I as we were like playing, like my eyes are just like <laughs> swelling up, and like oh god! I, I, and like I was just like I like had to like just sprint away for a sec. So can we pause for like a few seconds? While you I, like, are the eldritch horror now. <laughs> yes, I feel like it. <laughs> it's like. Oh my god, like, I feel fucking blind right now. I'm sorry, man. Oh, no. no. Like, this I, is like, like real life D&D. Yeah, excuse me, I'm gonna go off headphones. I'm just yeah, letting you take, know what's take up. Take care of so yourself, yeah. Uh, we'll take a five. Yeah, you should, like, <laughs> splash milk in your eyes. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, yes, excuse me. You'll right right 20 points of pepper That's damage. That's more of an effect <laughs> than I was hoping for I could ever achieve in this episode. Yeah, that was... I'm so glad Ross said something and didn't, like, suffer through it. It was palpable.